So, here we are in Gordon's Bay with our little training group. And this evening we're talking about skin, how to have healthy skin. Uh, I think the thing with having healthy skin is, it's not like, I mean, somebody once said to me, I wish my skin would react on my arms or my legs or my butt and I could hide it away. But the fact that it reacts on my face means I can never hide my health issues. Mm. And you don't realize it, but having bad skin or skin that's too dry or skin that's not as the way you'd like it to be, it's just an indication that your body's not working as well as it should. That's all it is. Mm. And the system that controls your skin is the hormonal system. So when you're dealing with skin, you're dealing with the hormonal system. And I remember a woman saying to me, I've taken my 16-year-old to the skin specialist, and he says it's got nothing to do with his diet, it's his hormones. Well, hormones <laughs> are dependent on the food that you put into your body. You can't have a healthy hormonal system if you're just putting anything into your body. So there's certain things that if you were to put into your body, like caffeine and sugar and alcohol and gluten and dairy, we'll get to those things now, that can upset the endocrine or the hormonal system, and that can in turn affect your skin. Now, for example, in you it may affect your skin, and in you it may affect your body weight. So so one person, you'll find in a family, one, one will be overweight, one will have skin problems, and one will be hyperactive and attention deficit. And you'll think, well, it's clearly not their diet, because it's three different things. Like I had three children, one with tonsillitis, one with ear infections, one with runny noses, and I was told this can't be dairy products because they're reacting in different places with different bacteria. So we're often told this is hormones and it's bacteria, and it's bacteria that live in the skin, and that's the end of the story. But bacteria only multiply on your skin or in the back of your throat or in your appendix or wherever it is, your digestive tract, when it's out of balance, and it's out of balance because your hormonal system's not working the way it should. The hormonal system controls everything in your body, including your immune system, and including your um, your skin, your bowels, your bladder, your muscle tone, your muscle strength, your sleep, just about everything that goes on in the body. So it's a very important system. And I think and it's if any, any of you ever do our natural health nutrition course, which is our um, online um, distance learning program, if you ever get to do that program, the entire program ends up focusing on the skin. I mean, not on the skin, on the endocrine system. Because if you sort out the endocrine or the hormonal system, you actually sort out all your health problems, whether it's a thyroid problem or a <clears throat> depression problem or an immune system or a brain, you're always going back to this endocrine system. It controls absolutely everything in the body. And it's made up of a series of glands from the pituitary gland to the thyroid gland to the adrenal glands to the parietal cells, the ovaries to the testes to the pancreas. All of this is part of this hormonal system. And if you upset one area, it can upset the whole system. So anything and everything can literally do it. And that's why you find the healthier you eat, the better your skin usually becomes, okay? So, you know, for, for decades, <clears throat> I've remembered people saying, and I remember myself, I'd have a chocolate and I'd have, my skin would break out. And then somebody says, diet's got nothing to do with it. Mm. Uh, anytime I ate chocolate, even now if I had to eat chocolate and I haven't eaten it for probably decades, um, because I don't <laughs> sleep and I'll get a bit of a panic attack from the caffeine, but if I was to eat, um, if I was to eat uh, chocolate now, my skin would actually break out tomorrow. As if I was a teenager, it would just do that. So some people will be, for example, drinking green tea. They won't realise that caffeine upsets the hormonal system, and there's caffeine in green tea because it comes from the same plant, Camellia sinensis. It's just green leaves, 
And when tea's leaves are black, it's because they're fermented. But it's the same plant, same amount of caffeine. They haven't removed the caffeine. That's how it is. So <clears throat> somebody could be having green tea and somebody else is drinking 12 cups of coffee and they both got a skin problem. And somebody will say, but I'm really health conscious. I only eat raw cacao. I only have green tea. I'm not having any dairy and gluten in my diet. My diet is perfect. But the raw cacao and the green tea can do exactly what the coffee and the Red Bull and anything else, any other energy drink, for example, does. So it's, it upsets the endocrine system. You can meet somebody who drinks 12 cups of coffee and drinks 30. I've met somebody who drinks 30 Red Bulls a day. He had no skin problems whatsoever. He was just suffering from total and utter exhaustion. So... At the end of the day, it depends on your genetic makeup because he may have one problem in one area, you'll have a problem in another area. And so it's very difficult and it's almost some people say, but it's unfair. How come somebody can eat anything and their skin doesn't react? But somebody will put on the weight and somebody also say, well, I'll put on the weight and my skin is bad. And you also will say, but I don't have any excess weight and I'm feeling fine and I've got loads of energy, but you could find you're constipated because all of that, or you have poor muscle tone, for example. So you've got to look at what's in your diet and how it can affect the hormonal system. And the main culprits are caffeine, refined sugar, dairy products, gluten, animal products of any kind because animal products do contain hormones. Um, even if it's organic cheese, it still contains hormones from a cow. The, the milk came from a cow that is a lactating mother and those hormones are in the milk and it could upset your hormonal system. <clears throat> so... Does the chocolate make the pimples? Basically, the refined sugar and the caffeine upset the hormonal system, which affects blood sugar, which can affect anything and everything that happens in your body. So <clears throat> the chocolate doesn't go in and say, aha, I'm the chocolate, and out it comes of a pimple. pimple. It's not that the chocolate is coming out. When you've got pus in a, in, in a pimple, it's not chocolate oozing out of your skin, okay? It's the fact that it's upset the endocrine system, which controls the way your skin responds, okay? And some people won't get acne or, or pimples. They'll just get dry skin. So the traditional way to treat skin problems is to treat the symptom and not the cause. So we'll go and put somebody onto a cream or an antibiotic or the contraceptive pill. You know, it's the hormones that's the cause. Let's treat the cause. But it's not the hormones that cause the hormonal system to go out of balance. It's, a woman doesn't just unbalance themselves by themselves. Something's got to upset it. Then you had an orchestra playing, which is the hormonal system can be compared to that. You have this orchestra playing this beautiful piece of music. If suddenly <coughs> the string instruments just stop playing, it wouldn't sound the same. But something must have stopped the string instruments playing, like a light fell off the ceiling and landed on the chief violinist. Then they'll stop playing. So you've got to stop and find out what happened to the chief violinist, take them off to hospital, fix that problem, and then maybe get another one in. In the meantime, you've got to treat the symptom. Mm. You can't just tell everybody to play louder. Mm. It's not going to make up for the fact that the string instrument section is gone. It's just not going to sound right. Mm. It's tense, but what we do is when we treat the symptom, we're kind of focusing on the one thing, so we're getting very loud about the skin when it's the entire hormonal system that's out of balance, okay? So it could be that your diet is lacking in vitamin, um, minerals and, and, and nutrients, in fact, not vitamins and minerals, but could be natural vitamins and minerals from not having enough fruit and vegetables in your diet. But omega-3s is a very common lack. Hormonal systems, very often the body lacks omega-3s, 
and that throws the hormonal system out. And your omega-3s are not from fish oil because fish oils are heated and processed. And they're heated and processed and they go rancid within two hours of the fish dying. Whereas if you took flax oil or hemp seed oil, you're actually removing it by cold pressing. It's a giant screw that gets squeezed and it sort of drip, drip, drips off. And then you have, um, you're getting omega-3s in its original form, which is in alpha-linolenic acid, or ALA. And in that form, your body will convert it to EPA, DHA, and the other three derivatives. You make five different derivatives. And you can do that as long as you're having dark green leafy vegetables in your diet. And that's part of the reason I'm always telling people drink barley life and omega together because they need each other to make different converted nutrients. Mm. So you'll find that the superoxide dismutase, which is a very powerful antioxidant, and the chlorophyll, which really helps the skin, that will actually be more active in the body and the omega-3 derivatives will be formed. So often people will tell you we can't make those derivatives from plant oils, but we can as long as we're getting green leafy vegetables and people don't make them simply because they're not eating properly. So you can't just go and take fish oil, which is loaded with cholesterol. It's heated fats. It's processed. It's carcinogenic because it's been heated and it only contains EPA and DHA. The other three derivatives are missing. So you're throwing your body out of balance. Too much EPA, for example, can make your blood vessels start to bleed and you could get little broken blood vessels all over your nose and your cheeks. Mm. And you're thinking, what's going on? Why is my face reacting like this? <clears throat> so the thing is to get natural fats in your diet. Omega-3s are important, but so are omega-6s. And your best place to get omega-6s is not from salad dressing that you buy on a shelf. It's avocados, nuts, seeds, olives, uh, or cold-pressed oils in small quantities. The idea is to not have all of them on the same day, but to have a little of one. I would take omega-3s with a flax oil supplement like Omega every day, and then I might have some nuts or seeds, or I may have a quarter or a half an avocado. There are some days we are actually crave fats, which happens probably every six months. Last night was one of those. I mean, we've been literally on raw food since November, tasting a little bit of a grilled vegetable and tasting a soup here and there. Last night, Mark and I got back from being out in that cold weather. He was riding a trial. It was freezing. And we both got, and I'd been feeling my skin had felt really dry the last couple of weeks, just feeling like not good, you know. I'm like, okay, so we have a fire because it's winter going, but we don't have heaters and things going in our house. And I just get this feeling like I hope somebody feels like rice for supper because I could just eat a whole bowl of rice with olive oil and I herb salt on it mm. and some peas in it. Mm. That's what I wanted, and avocado in it. Mm. And Mark said, what's for supper? And I said, well, it depends on the boys. And Stephen said, I said, well, how about some nice, we call it baby's rice. How about baby's rice or some nice chili beans with rice? Or I was just trying to think of something with rice. And Stephen said, oh, not me. I actually want to be on raw food. I feel like a smoothie for supper because my throat's feeling a bit scratchy. And normally Mark and I would say, fine, that's cool. We don't have to cook, so why go and make a mess in the kitchen? We, Mark looked at me. I looked at him. I said, I'm going to put that rice on. He said, yes, please do. <laughs> I put on the rice. We had a bowl of rice with avocado, olive oil, peas, and herb salt. And, I mean, it was like this bowl of rice. And we slept beautifully. And I woke up this morning, and I felt good. And clearly, I was listening to my body. But if I was to do avocados, oh, and I had some olives with that as well. If I had avos, ol olives, and olive oil every single day like that and have my omega-3s in the morning, 
I know that I put on weight and I start to feel uncomfortable and my digestive tract gets sluggish. Mm. So it's very important to learn to listen to your body and interpret the signals correctly. Mm. If you're starting to crave fried foods or you're wanting to eat cheese or you're feeling mm. like a big fat steak, and then you know you're lacking natural fats in your body. Go and find a good source of those natural fats and just eat them, okay? So um, sweet corn on the cob is also another good source of omega-3s. Omega-3 is more omega-6s, okay? Lack of vital minerals such as um, beta-carotene and B-complex <coughs> vitamins, especially the antioxidant um, group, can severely affect your skin. Antioxidants are what is found in fruit and vegetables that are bright colors, green and orange and red and like your pawpaws, papaya, uh, mangoes, carrots. It's nothing like a good glass of freshly extracted carrot juice. And if you don't have freshly extracted, you can do the just carrots, which is the powdered carrot juice. Just beets or beetroot juice, um, uh, sorry, not just beets, ready beets. Ready beets is dried beet juice. They can make your own or you can use the dried beet juice, which is convenient, mm. but some people prefer to have it, um, make it fresh. I just find it's a lot of work mm. <laughs> every morning. Yeah, you feel like sweet, something you can even eat the ready beets as a sweet. But but the thing is to get as much raw fruit and vegetables in as many colors as you can. Berries are good. Antioxidants are really good. So we need B-complex. B-complex is essential for the skin to work properly. Where do you find it? In all your whole foods. The things that depleted is refined sugar, caffeine, and alcohol deplete your body of B vitamins. So if you're having caffeine and then your skin, your rest of your diet's good, you might find that it's not only depleting the B vitamins, but it's upsetting the hormonal system as well. So you, you need to be following the basic five steps that we give people, which is your one meal every day as a fruit meal with some nuts or seeds, raw food, raw fruit or vegetables before every meal, and your snacks in between, which should be raw fruit or vegetables. That's basically what you should be having. So um, yeah, one of the best sources of your B vitamins is sprouted barley grass juice. And that's why I take barley life every single day. I find that really my skin really responds very, very well to barley life. And I've seen people with a young man that Mark and I dealt with some years back. We saw him on the Thursday and we were coming back to his family's home. He was in the UK on the Sunday and we said to him, look, just take the Omega and the Barley Life. It's Thursday now. Keep gluten out of your diet and refined sugar out of your diet. We'll see you on Sunday. And bad acne, his whole face was covered with pimples and pustules and things. Sunday we went to the house, knocked on the door and Anthony opened the door. Not Anthony, Craig opened the door. And guess was standing in front of us. We were actually shocked because I've never seen somebody's skin repair this quickly. Clear skin. Completely clear skin. You've been taking the barley twice a day with the amiga twice a day. Taking the sugar out and the gluten out and everything else. We're still eating animal protein and some still having a bit of dairy. But the barley, the amiga and just no gluten and no sugar and his skin was like there was nothing on his face. We could not actually I couldn't believe that he'd responded so quickly. It was just phenomenal. Okay. So important to make sure you're getting dark green leafy vegetables and your essential fatty acids. Those are the two things I always say take because they sort out the hormonal system. When you're taking sprouted juice from from grains like barley, it contains um, a vitamin E succinate, which is a precursor to vitamin E, and it has a very powerful effect on the managing director of your hormonal system, the pituitary gland. So you find that very often just the barley and with the omega is affecting your pituitary gland so positively that the hormones change very quickly. Okay. Um, 
Research completed at George Washington University found substances that protect blood vessels from damage in the juice of the barley plant, and in 1994, at the same university, a vitamin E succinate was identified. This was shown to improve or modulate prolactin and growth hormone. Prolactin and growth hormone are produced by the hormonal, the hormonal system, particularly the pituitary gland. Growth hormone keeps you slim and good muscle tone as you get older. Prolactin is vital to breastfeeding moms, so breastfeeding moms will benefit from taking darkling leafy vegetable barley grass juice. And growth hormone will benefit children and those that are overweight. Growth hormone also slows down the aging process. So it's a great thing to take if you want to slow down aging. Who doesn't? Anybody over the age of 30 wants to slow down the aging process. Up until then, you're trying to speed it up. I want to look older. Beard's got to grow more. I've got to get taller. Um, chlorophyll bears a very close resemblance to hemoglobin. And Dr. Fisher, a Nobel Prize winner, used chlorophyll to cure anemia, which is too little hemoglobin in the diet from lack of iron. Since then, chlorophyll has been used to successfully treat peritonitis, brain ulcers, pyrrhea, and skin disorders. Chlorophyll increases the function of the heart, the lungs, the intestines, the uterus, and the skin. It's been studied for its potential. This is chlorophyll in stimulating tissue growth. So you find that when you're taking barley life, your skin repairs really quickly. So if you do have something you scratch, it gets better very quickly. Like almost the next day, you're like, where, where is that thing that I scratched? It's phenomenal. It stimulates red blood cells in connection with oxygen supply, and it um, helps in reducing absorption of dietary carcinogens. It removes carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide from the bloodstream. It has very anti-inflammatory properties, and often with acne, the skin is inflamed. So it stops that inflammation. It has antioxidant properties and wound healing properties. You find any wounds. That's a pimple, is a wound. That's what it is. All of these properties will have a profound effect on your ability of your body to heal itself, in particular the skin. Okay. The amount of chlorophyll in food is indicated by how green that food is. Barley life is exceptionally green. Um... In fact, many people are convinced that something must have been added to make it green. People say, what's in it? Why is it so green? Mm. That's what the juice looks like. If you mm. juice it, it's this dark green, and then you dry it, you have this dark green powder. There's nothing added to make it greener. It's just the way that it's been grown. I know that barley knife is grown and harvested at night, and the harvesting machine extracts the juice at night while it's harvesting it. That's how fresh sure. it is. It takes that fresh juice, which is now chilled, takes it to the processing plant where they spray dry it at room temperature down a about 30 meter stainless steel um, tower and when it lands at the bottom the water's evaporated and there's this green powder sure. they add a little bit of um, brown rice direct dextrin just to stabilize it so it doesn't oxidize and they add a bit of um, kelp as well and the kelp is good because it contains iodine and iodine is good for thyroid function and thyroid helps your skin not be dry so it's good from that point of view so, um, there are 500,000 500, different prescription medicines sold by pharmacists in the United States and other countries. It's over half a million drugs. One of the common ones used today for the skin is a product called Accutane or Roaccutane. It's number four on the Food and Drug Administration top ten list of medications attracting serious adverse reactions, reaction reports, and is number five on the FDA top ten of lists list of medications attracting severe psychiatric adverse reaction reports. It's a terrible drug, and a lot of people are using it for their skin. It dries out your eyeballs, your nasal passages, your ears, any orifice in your body. 
these are some of the side effects that we'll talk about. It's been prescribed to millions of people in the United States since 1982 to date. The number of people prescribed the other medications in the top 10 list is estimated at several billion. So we believe it on a per capita basis. This is just some research that I'm reading. When the, um, the amount of people taking it compared to the people prescribed, Roaccutane is actually number one, which indicates that Roaccutane has attracted the highest number of general side effects, the highest number of psychiatric side effects, the highest number of cases of suicide, suicide attempt, suicide ideation compared to any of the other 500,000 prescription medications. So some of the effects of taking it, this is according to the insert in the pack, it's dryness of skin with scaling, thinning, erythema and pruritus, epidermal fragility, which means that your skin can break or tear or bleed easily. Trauma may cause blistering, rarely acne, fulminans, facial hyperpigmentation, dryness of nasal mucosa with mild epitaxis, pharyngeal mucosa, that's dryness of in, in your throat with hoarseness, of the conjunctiva, sometimes in the eyes, decreasing the tolerance to contact lenses and rarely keratitis, visual disturbances, optic neuritis, corneal opacities, cataracts, this is just from this drug, okay? Decreased night vision, photophobia or bl and blurred vision, expert referral and consider, go for expert referral and consider withdrawal. Uh, it's very, very important to try and get off this drug as quickly as you can. Other things are hair thinning, which is reversible on withdrawal. Um, excess hair or hirsutism, where you start getting hair on your face as a woman. Uh, and women actually end up waxing their faces. It's a ter terrible condition. Um, so it's affecting the hormonal system. It's increasing your testosterone levels in the body. Nausea, headaches, malaise, which is extreme tiredness, drowsiness, sweating, benign intracranial hypertension, which is a form of raised blood pressure in your brain, which is not good. Myalgia, arthralgia, raised serum creatine concentrations, raised liver enzymes, which can cause jaundice and hepatitis, raised plasma triglycerides, Raised cholesterol and risk of pancreatitis if the triglycerides go above a certain level. Allergic vasculitis and granulomatous lesions reported. Other side effects include hearing deficiency, mood changes, convulsions, okay. menstrual irregularities, hyperacemia, inflammatory bowel disease, paranychia and gram-positive infections and bone changes. I mean, honestly, it's like... Sounds to Greek, Greek sure. to most people, but most of those symptoms sure. are very unpleasant, okay? So when it comes to acne, the hormonal system is out of balance. If it's eczema, the hormonal system is out of balance. It's different balances. Mm. Eczema, you're looking at your cortisol levels are out of balance. You're not producing enough natural anti-inflammatories, in not enough cortisol and other natural. Those are hormones. Mm. It's what cortisol is in the body. It's a hormone. You're not mm. producing enough. It could be that your stress levels are bad. Stress can upset the hormonal mm. system. It really can. Yeah. And one of the best ways to manage stress, there's two things to do. Number one is pray. Number two is exercise. And then pray again and exercise some more. Mm. And why pray? Because mm. the act of praying, you hand your problems over to a higher power. Mm. Studies have been done show that people that pray yeah. regularly live longer and are healthier. Mm. They've done several studies now. Mm. So even if you're an atheist, you better start praying. Somebody. Yeah, pray. Pray to the man in the sky, if you must call him that. Pray to your creator. Pray to your heavenly father. 
I believe that I have a heavenly father and I know that it makes me handle my life. Mm. And so I said to my friend Donna many years ago, I said to her, Donna, if I die and there's no God, what have I lost? I've lived a less stressful life here. If I die and there is a God, I score big time. <laughs> You're going through life without praying and handing your problems sure. over to God, so you're stressed in this life, and then you die and there is a God and you're in big trouble, okay? <laughs> so just pray, man. Stop arguing. All right. So a main problem when you're dealing with eczema and dry skin is gluten intolerance and dairy products that must go. But honestly, it's all the things that upset the hormonal system. Increasing the omega-3s in your diet with omega, your barley life, very important. Um, there are different forms of eczema. I had a form of eczema and dermatitis. A form of dermatitis is those bumps you have on the back of your arms. Most mm. kids grow up with them. Mm. Or adults have them and you scratch them and then you're always covering your arms because there's these funny scabs on your arms. That's a form of dermatitis. Another a form of eczema is where you get these strange white patches. You don't mm. actually see them that easily until the person is tanned and the white mm. patches show up more, mm. or if there's a black and white photograph. Mm. Which if you look at the black and white photographs of me as a child in grade one and grade two, I had these <coughs> white patches all over my face. Mm. I was gluten and dairy and pot. What did I live on? Bread and cheese. I love this stuff. And sugar, of course. And sugar, okay? So avoid gluten and dairy, remove the sugar. Um, honestly, it just clears up. I found this, um, there's another product that you can use. You can use aloe vera. There's an aloe vera propolis cream. You can use propolis oils, which is from bees. But propolis cream, I found, really works for eczema. A lot of people have great relief when they put the propolis cream on their, on their eczema. Mm. And I know of a guy who had propolis, I mean, he had um, eczema from his tip of his head to his feet. He was up until he was 18 years old, and he started drinking aloe vera gel on a, on a basic daily basis, the drinking gel. And he took the propolis cream and he smeared his whole body in it. And literally within 18 months, his doctor wrote a book on it. Um, I'm trying to think of the man. He wrote a book on aloe, um, a British doctor with National Health Services. And he actually went back to university to study. He went back to Oxford to study the effects of aloe and to see what was in the archives on aloe. There wasn't a lot, but whatever they had was to do with burns. So with burns, you use aloe straight away. Mm. And he thought, well, he then understood why this young guy had, because he'd been trying to cure this guy of his eczema since he was a baby. For 18 years, he, all he could do is give him some cortisone and kind of keep it at less of an angry state. But it never got cured. It never went away. And after 18 months of taking the aloe drinking gel and using the propolis cream, there wasn't any eczema sure. on his body at all. Um, and he, as I say, he wrote a book on it, so they have to think about his name. Um, right. So, aloe drinking gel, aloe propolis cream can help tremendously with that. Um, it helps the digestive tract function more efficiently and you absorb your nutrients. Very often your skin reacts to whatever's going on in your digestive tract as well. If your digestive tract's not in a great state or your liver's not working the way it should, the liver, when it's in trouble, whether it's parasites, so I recommend a um, parasite cleanse with Para-90, or whether it's the hormonal system or whether it's toxins coming to the body like alcohol and caffeine, if the liver's not happy, it often shows it's not happy through the skin. Mm. So you'll find that there are different parts of your skin that will break out at different times, but very often the digestive tract or the liver, if they're not working the way they should, they could break out. Mm. I recommend um, a liver cleanse diet, which is basically a 
whole food plant-based diet. Mm. And if going on a whole food plant-based diet doesn't work, I recommend going on at least 80% raw. And if that doesn't work after six weeks, go totally raw diet. And if that doesn't work, you go on, you do a fast. Mm. Fasting. Fasting is a very powerful facelifter. I mean, we're sitting here with a mask on our face in this group. We've got the aloe activator and the aloe mask powder on our, which is completely natural product. There's a bit of egg, egg white in the face mask. And we've got that on our faces, so we all look like we burn victims because it's really tightened the skin. Or actually looks awful at first because you think, oh, my word, it's made her look older. Mm-hmm. But we've put it on our eyes and we've got it on our hands. We're going to go and wash it off and then we'll – I know I've done this so many times. You just see your skin actually looks and wow. feels so much softer and better. But one of the things you can use to help you, especially if you've got skin problems, is to do the whole mask mm-hmm. and do that like once a week just to help clean out the skin initially. Um, I recommend cleaning with the, um, some people call it a magic mitt, it's got all kinds of mats. It's basically um, the um, um, fabric that's been man-made, but actually what it does is it takes all bits of oil off your face from makeup. So if you clean, I clean my face with that cloth, mm-hmm. it takes all the makeup off my face from mascara to foundation. Mm-hmm. I, I usually just wear a bit of mascara and maybe a bit of lip gloss. But if I have to go and do like television interview, they put a lot of makeup on your face and then you've got to take it off. It just all comes off from that cloth. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to cut down the use of, of things that I'm using on my mm-hmm. face. Um, and even though you can use the aloe activator as a toner, for example, you can use, there are products, you can get organic skincare and you can use the cleanser, toner, moisturizer. But honestly, I use the cloth and then I use our natural creams, which are completely natural. There's our hydrating cream, which is for younger skin and skin. Hydrating is for the, um, the younger skin and, and um, for people that have got oilier skins. So I would then use the hydrating skin here. You can try that one out. And if you read the ingredients on here, it's, gosh, it's just such lovely things on here. Um, looking for the ingredients. There we go. Um, it is avocado oil, grapeseed oil, beeswax, shea butter, jojoba, evening primrose oil, vitamin E, frankincense, um, chamomile, and you just warm it between your hands to let it melt a bit, and then you put the screen on. We'll add the oils, the creams afterwards. That's the hydrating for younger skins. This is the nourishing for older skins. And the nourishing, just a, just a different combination of essential oils. I got somebody who studied aromatherapy in the UK to mix these for us. And I absolutely love them. And they're in these little jars specifically because our products don't contain any preservatives. And you don't want this huge big jar of cream that's going to cost you hundreds and hundreds of whatever currency you're paying in. And then because there's no preservatives, after three months you can actually smell it goes rancid. So we order small batches. It's in small jars. That little jar should last you. That's your face cream. And this is the body butter. You'll find sometimes there are little balls in it, but that's just the beeswax. You can put that on the other side. Body butter is the most fantastic natural sunblock. If you put the body butter on your skin, and you'll find that it protects you from getting burnt, and it doesn't come off really easily when you swim, so you can get in the pool or get in the sea, and it still stays on nicely. I find with the body butter, I can put it on once a week if my skin's a bit dry. I don't need to keep reapplying it, even though I'm bathing every day. 
So it's not a case of applying it. It doesn't dry your skin out. It actually just gives your body a break. It's actually mm. quite an amazing product. I love the smell of it. Mm. Um, when it comes to sunblock, I try and avoid sunblock altogether because of the chemicals that are in there. There is some evidence that shows that sunblock actually increases your risk of cancer because of the chemicals that are in it. Because mm -hmm. you're putting it on the outside of your skin and then you're heating your skin with sun. Mm -hmm. So you, you're more likely to sit in really hot sun because you've got sunblock on you. Yeah. Whereas when you don't have sunblock on you, you'll go under the umbrella or you'll cover up. Yeah. But mm -hmm. you tend to still continue to overexpose your skin. Mm -hmm. So in the countries where they use the most sunblock, skin cancer is increasing year after year. Yeah. It's not decreasing. Australia, South Africa, yeah. countries where it is sunny, you find that skin cancer is increasing. Skin cancer will come from carcinogens on the outside of your skin and on the inside of your body. So if you're eating things that are carcinogenic like fried foods, heated fats, animal products, the chance of you getting skin cancer is much higher than if you were eating a whole food plant-based diet. So... The great thing is, as you can see, these products are not expensive. You're spending, what, like 150? It's under 200 rand a month that you're spending. And that's it's going to last you one to two months, okay? Instead mm -hmm. of spending thousands of rand, which women can, and I know many who do. Yeah. And their jar might last them three months, but very often it only lasts a month. I know a company that you buy, where you buy the jar, it looks like a big jar, but the bottom is raised, so there's very little inside. They get up to such tricks with these yeah, things. I do that. And then you end up using it and it's a thousand rand and there's something that's actually a propylene glycol in the product, which is something that is a supposedly a natural preservative, but it's not. It's petroleum-based. Mm -hmm. And one of the side effects is it dries your skin out. So the more you use it, the drier your skin gets. But while you're putting it on, your skin feels amazing. So the next day it's dry again. And that's how you know this is totally natural. Your skin doesn't get drier. You actually can use it less and less. Mm -hmm. So they're natural products. You can get them online at maryanns.com or from our shop here in Gordon's Bay. Um, but it's um, they're great products. I'm proud of them, and you can tell your friends that they're totally natural. You can use them on babies, on grannies. It's totally safe for anybody to use. There's nothing that's going to upset your hormonal system. Um, you don't have to be putting cream on your face. The younger you are, the less chances of having to put cream. You can just wash your face and dry it, and if it's not dry... But I found as I got older, I started to use creams. I started really using it after menopause. Mm. I started using creams. Up until then, I just used occasionally a bit of avocado skin rubbed on my face if it felt dry. But of coconut oil occasionally, but really didn't use anything on my face. So have you got any questions? Yes. Can I ask you, vitamin E, does it come from wheat germ? Let's say wheat germ has got gluten in it. Um, when an oil is extracted from a plant, there's no gluten in it. What you've got is just the fat component. Gluten's the protein component. So if it had the protein component, it would be more solid. And it isn't. It's just So you can use vitamin E oil, but you've got to check on how it's extracted. Because if it's extracted using heat and chemicals, which is the cheap way to do it, then it's not the greatest thing to be using. And we use it because we think it's going to heal our skin. But honestly, the healing comes from inside, not from outside. You can soothe it from the outside. You can propolis cream, for example, is very anti-inflammatory, mm. and the aloe is very anti-inflammatory. So you can help with the inflammation from the outside, but the healing comes from the bloodstream mainly. That's where it's coming from, and that will come from whatever you're eating. Mm. So if you've got any skin problems, I'd like any of you to try the program with taking anything out, mm. and then do some feedback, and we'll follow mm. up with it. Mm. That'll be great. Okay. Yeah.
All right. Try the program. What do you recommend it just now? Pardon? Barley. Oh, the barley. Uh, barley, amiga, no gluten, no dairy, no caffeine, no sugar, no green tea. Mm. Um, I recommend going on a whole food plant-based diet, at least 80% raw. And if it's not clearing up after three weeks, you go totally raw. Okay. And then if that's not clearing, you go and you do a fast. Okay. But I can help you as we go along and we can just mm. share the information and okay. see how it goes. Thank you. Thank you.